I, I have felt every possible human emotion this week. Every Dis- one of them. Despair, <laughs> absurdity, just laughter, crying laughter. Absolutely. I, I woke my girlfriend up cackling, laughing. Dude, I, I went to yo, Tanya, if it wasn't for your 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 uh, reply was the first thing that I saw the day yes! after. Cause my I was out with my ex, man, and she didn't even we were drunk, it was my birthday, and she didn't even tell me that this motherfucker got it. She knew and she didn't tell you? Yeah, cause she thought I knew because I'm always on my phone, but like that one <laughs> night I was like, yo, it's my birthday, fuck this shit. And I know like, every <laughs> all three of you were out. All three of you were asleep. I'm usually the one asleep at ten o'clock, but I stayed up late. Are we recording? This yeah. is very important. I stayed up late, which I never do, just for Rihanna's fashion show. Just for Rihanna's lingerie drop at midnight. I bought a bunch of lingerie at 12, 12. And <laughs> right around then, that's like the exact time the news dropped. And I just went. I was like a fucking hyena. I lost my entire fucking mind. <laughs> Dude, I just, I just like people were DMing me and hitting me up and shit. Like, yo, where are you? And I was you like, You were yo. blacked out. It was your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I was blacked the fuck out. I woke up at like noon and so he got COVID. And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, Good morning, King. Inshallah. <laughs> Dead ass, yo. Oh my god. Um. Let me. Um, so we're recording, but let's do a clap just real fast. Sorry to. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Uh-huh. All right. We'll do one, two, three, clap. Mm. Perfect. 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 <laughs> Whose tag is that? I it was Metro Boomin for a little bit. I thought. Is that no. one? Is that one of Metro Boomin's tags? Like what? You mean he's, like got the, he's got the Young Thug tag. But. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Did you guys see, um, so, you know, obviously this is the big Trump COVID episode, but. uh, (laughs) First, first things first, who's your favorite producer tag? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, did y'all see, did you guys see how that Parkland shooting victim's parents, like he, this kid, this high schooler was killed in the Parkland shooting, and his parents turned him into an AI, like <gasps> Tupac hologram type thing to tell people to go out and vote. What oh the my god, fuck? Black Mirror! That is <laughs> Dude, so sick. Dude, how are you gonna start me off on that? Yo, <laughs> wasn't that a Spielberg <laughs> movie, bro? Oh my god! Dude, that was like the plot of AI, yo. Like their kid was like Literally. sick and cryogenically frozen and then they had no. like his likeness or some shit what the fuck is going on man? and I they deploy him to tell people to vote that <laughs> i mean oh that, that's like the new version right like what the tell fuck? me he's not saying vote or die <laughs> <laughs> oh if he is that's like that's that's gonna be the best <laughs> don't turn out like me that's vote. really the most you can hope for in this country not only will you die without health care and uh, all the other amenities you can rest assured that somebody will turn your likeness into an AI-generated hologram oh to berate God. and scold people to go vote for Joe Biden. I mean, it's Luckily. like what they did with Colin Kaepernick, man. They turned his likeness, like, you know, into this fucking Madden game, and this motherfucker still don't got a job, yo. Yeah. God, how sick. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm already a ghost. I will haunt these bastards. <laughs> uh, dark times, truly, yo. Terrence has um, been dead for four years. This is Coach Hart's <laughs> That's what this is. 
<laughs> I have had a few moments like that recently where I wake up in the morning and say to myself, am I alive? Really? Are any yeah, of us alive? I feel so bad, I shouldn't be alive. <laughs> We started Trillbillies to avenge your death. <laughs> this, <is laughs> this whole thing has been an elaborate plot. Thank you. Thank You've been you. immortalized, Harrods. <laughs> yeah. Good Y'all, morning. Good morning. Real, uh, Sunday that, morning. That whole that whole idea of uploading your consciousness into a computer once you die, like that shit is such cold comfort for me. <laughs> like like Elon Musk and everybody's like, oh yeah, we can live forever with we'll just upload consciousness. It's like, man, that ain't. It's not the same. It's not the same. same. <laughs> Bro, I'd rather just be dead, yo. Just let me rest, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, you will be. That's the thing. You won't have any sentience. Like, so you won't know that your that your consciousness has been uploaded to something, right? Like, you will still be dead. Yeah, it's just like for the people around you. You imagine like 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 willing your dead father's uploaded consciousness into a restaurant or some shit. Oh my god. <laughs> like people be doing that like pretty soon. Just take him off of Father's Day or the Red Lobster or some shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how they're going to finish out the Trump presidency. Jesus. They're going to be willing him around as a... Uh... Hey, yeah, yeah. Nah, well, um, they've already uploaded him. <laughs> he's having fever dreams right now where he's stuck in like 1980s right now, man. He's just pissing on women in the 80s. So happy. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) So, um, so this is the long awaited Trump got coronavirus episode. Um, so if you're listening to this, I'm sure at this point, hopefully you aren't. Hopefully, so a few months ago, we came up with the character who had not heard of coronavirus, but heard of cancel culture. And so um, I guess this episode or this introduction would be for the person who had not, who had heard of cancel culture, but was not aware that President Trump had gotten coronavirus. So if you somehow missed this news, President Trump has coronavirus. Breaking, breaking. Inshallah. (laughs) <laughs> the funny thing about that, so I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but like, you know, it's always been kind of conventional wisdom in, in media to dump news on Friday, right? Because that kind of deadens it. And yeah. uh, if it's huge news, they'll dump it on Friday. Especially so seemed- a holiday weekend. That's when they announced uh, the, our, the, our prison record of decision was on Good Friday. Oh, was it? Right. Shit. Yep. It was Good Friday. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you know, you always you always want to announce some breaking news on a Friday, and I like the idea that so there's been all this speculation, right? Like whether Trump really does have COVID or not. People uh, have you know been speculating all over the internet, and um, one of the or 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 perhaps if he knew prior to Thursday that he had it, or the timeline of when what he knew or whatever. But it is kind of interesting to think about maybe they did know as early as Tuesday or Wednesday and they decided they would drop it on Friday. And if that's the case, I think it's really hilarious that they thought that like, oh, well, we'll just drop this on Friday and maybe it'll get buried under some other stuff. Like it wasn't just the biggest yeah. news. It'll get buried <laughs> under like SNL coming back out or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, Trump's like, the people, Kate McKinnon's going to do RBG on Saturday. People have forgotten about it by then. Don't worry about that. Yeah. I'll be out of the hospital. Like, nah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got two weeks, motherfucker. Let's go. By that time, my AI will be uploaded. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so there is a timeline of events that 
I have assembled with the help of uh, various news sources and other timelines of events that I just plagiarized from. Um, so you can, I guess, the, probably the first place to start with on Trump's COVID diagnosis is an event held last Saturday on my birthday, actually. Um, it would be pretty funny if Trump contracted COVID on my birthday. On my but um, there was an announce. There was an announcement. I I guess at the White House of Amy Coney Barrett's nomination to the Supreme Court last Saturday on September 26th. You can see tons of photos from this event. There's been photos and videos going around. No one is wearing masks. Everyone is in close proximity to each other indoors, and so we know for a fact that. Mike just, Lee. No cell ahead. phones out. Everybody Wait, just living just in the Just including mall. my <laughs> senator, Katie Loeffler, whatever her name is, was there. So God yes. willing, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, at least give us something. Anybody, yo. I'll take anybody else. Hey, Stephen Miller, <laughs> fucking Kelly Who? Just somebody. Well, We're Tom, Tillis, Tom Tillis may have been, ex- or may have, Tom Tillis tested positive they're not sure whether he got it at this event or not but he did test positive after this event and i'm sure that you may have remembered his name there was a recent news story going around how someone from tom tillis's office told one of his constituents sorry you don't have health care you're just gonna have to figure out a way to pay for that's you problem not yeah. a me problem yeah so, he compared it to like buying a, like wanting a new pair of pants or some shit like that man. exactly oh my yeah. god oh so he's a good if somebody's gonna die from this he's a good candidate exactly <laughs> like the, like the smart money's on chris christie just because he's comorbid but like that ain't really doing nah i need a little bit more than that like chris christie's like <laughs> Honestly, yeah. my favorite right now is Kellyanne Conway because her 15-year-old daughter has been trolling her ass on t- on TikTok and making videos of her like coughing around the house. The kids are all right, man. The kids are all right, yo. <laughs> the yo kids she are didn't so even good. tell her daughter she had just spreading that shit around her house. And now her daughter's just like reaming her on TikTok. <laughs> God damn. So, um... So, Tom Tillis may have gotten it from this event. Um, Utah Senator Mike Lee may have gotten it from this event. The Notre, the president of Notre Dame, <laughs> he was there. Um, and so that seems to be the chain of infection there. But then, the next big event in this timeline is Tuesday night at the debate. So, apparently the person who, I guess, helped Trump prep for the debate we speculated this on our last episode which is now completely irrelevant <laughs> by the way <laughs> it's funny to like read people uh talking about it on online like well all the debate um postmortems are completely irrelevant <laughs> yeah. now it doesn't matter anymore um it's kind of nice to get into a time machine though and go back yeah no for posterity it will be useful i suppose to another time um Chris Christie and Rudy Giuliani and Kellyanne Conway all helped Trump prepare for the debate. Um, as we now know, Chris Christie and Conway and Trump's campaign manager, Bill Stephan or Stephine, I don't know how do you pronounce his last name, all tested positive for the, for the virus. Um, but the thing you see going around is that apparently, according to Chris Wallace, Trump showed up too late to the debate to get tested. And so, an honor system, an honor system, an honor. It was on an honor system, exactly. What does that right. mean, bro? 
Like, I don't, I don't understand the logic behind that. And I mean, I saw this tweet from Chris Hayes that said something like, oh, he knew he had it and he still went around. I'm like, dude, if you're still surprised by like how sociopathic he is, like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to help you, dude. But how not to tell you? I love, yeah. I've loved Chris Hayes' response to all this. Like, it's just incredulous. Every one of his tweets is like all caps. Like, he went around. You're exactly right, Aaron. He went around knowing he had it. It's like, what? Motherfucker, he lost 200,000 people die, yo. Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one, I mean, it's like a net positive, right? Because he's going around spreading it to all these fucking limp dick motherfuckers. But like, two, it's just like, come on, man. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? <laughs> All of MSNBC is wild to me. I don't watch it enough to realize how fucking maniacal these people are. And every time I do, it is a shudder. It is such a shock. I'm like, what? Well, it's so baby-brained, man. Like, you know, it Rachel is. Maddow comparing Trump to, like, your best friend who smokes cigarettes and now has cancer. It's just like, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, you spent, like, your whole, the whole year, the whole four years telling us like how much of a threat to our democracy he was but now existential existential threat threat. oh my god yeah so um so yeah we'll get to the liberal responses here in a second let's go let's let's go through the timeline for wednesday because as this news story slowly started to evolve what what came out on wednesday was that hope hicks who i guess is 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 she trump's press Secretary, she's his no, nah, she per her, um, his one of his personal aides. Per, okay, all right. So Hope Hicks tested positive on Wednesday. She traveled in close quarters with Trump on Air Force One on Wednesday, and they went to a, a closed fundraiser in the suburb of Shorewood, Minnesota. And and I like the idea of the like this group of people: Dan Scavino, Hope Hicks, Trump. Mel- Melania all just traipsing through the Midwestern <laughs> countryside like the Grim Reaper in er- Ingrid Bergman's like uh, Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal just doling out coronavirus just killing, just killing people slaughtering people along the way yo <laughs> just, just like uh, just village people just dropping dead after they pass in through wake, you get to the village and no one is there it's a fucking ghost town no one's like, yeah. and they're all just skeletons in the end. Um, so they went to a fundraiser on Wednesday. This was after Hope Hicks tested positive. Trump knew that she tested positive and knew that he had been in close quarters with her and had not been wearing a mask. They went to this fundraiser in the suburb of Shorewood, Minnesota for, I shit you not, I thought this detail was so goddamn funny. They went to a fundraiser for Cambria, which is a company that makes granite countertops for kitchens. Yo. I just thought that was such a great detail. A fundraiser? <laughs> a fundraiser. Okay, I'll, I'll, let me wrap my head around two things here. One, they're throwing fundraisers for companies now. Yeah, I <laughs> well, had no idea. No, vice versa. It was the company was fundraising fundraising oh, okay. for Trump. I'm sorry. Oh, I should have okay. said that. I, see. I was like, okay, yeah. We're I, I mean, I, dude, I've heard countless stories about how the marble countertop industry is on the road. <laughs> <laughs> They got they got a powerful lobby if they got the most powerful man in the world coming in there to shake the bushes. Well, I mean, 
it's yeah no it, it was essentially a fundraiser for the wine mom aesthetic not for wine mom specifically but for suburban wine mom yeah. aesthetic <laughs> right. the motherfuckers who come at your house and be like that's a nice countertop <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly um so after this then they flew to duluth minnesota for a rally with most of the people in attendance not wearing masks, most of the rally was full of racist remarks regarding Ilhan Omar and the Somali immigrant community in the Twin Cities. Mm. Um, and then, and this is where things really start to get murky, because I don't know if you guys noticed this, uh, this was a big thing about on Saturday's news cycle, but um, there was all this speculation as to when COVID knew... Sorry. No, you good. That was great. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to impart agency on the virus, but at this point it kind of looks like the virus does have a little bit of agency. Do you remember that Dave Chappelle bit with chlamydia? <laughs> yeah. Dave Hello. Chappelle, I haven't seen you in a while. Hello, Do- Donald Trump, haven't seen you in a while. Um so Dr. Conley, which is one of Trump's doctors, had a little bit of a slip on Saturday. We're recording this on October 4th, Sunday. He had a slip that said, we're 72 hours into the diagnosis. Now, 72 hours prior to Saturday would be Wednesday. So it Ooh. made it sound that Trump knew as early as Wednesday that he Meaning had Meaning that he was probably on the debate stage while it was like incubating in his body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. And you tell he was pissy. He was like, like in order. He was sweating a lot too. So sweating more than usual. <laughs> Perling is the word. Perling is what he was doing. That Perling. He was Perling. Yeah. Um, Doctor Conley walked that back, but another one of his doctors, Der- Doctor Garibaldi. So you got Conley and Garibaldi. Some said that Trump had undergone an experimental treatment 48 hours ago. That would have been on Thursday in the middle of the day. So, regardless, we found out. At 1 a.m. on Friday morning, we have two doctors saying some point between Wednesday and Thursday, Trump was undergoing experimental treatment. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. Um, But regardless, he knew Hope Hicks had it, and he had been traveling with her to these two events. Um, On Thursday, he flew again on Air Force One with Hope Hicks and Dan Scavino to a fundraising event at a private golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey. This was with 30 to 50 donors. Jesus. Feral hogs. 30 to 50 feral hogs. <laughs> yes, 30 to 50 feral hogs. <laughs> 30 to 50 feral donors. <laughs> with fe- yes. Um, this, this event had a roundtable discussion, photo ops, and a reception all for $250,000 per person. So you had to pay a quarter million dollars to get COVID to die, yo. <laughs> Getting COVID to owe the fucking libs, yo. Let's go, son. Yeah. Um, and, so, and so then on Thursday night, Thursday night is when Trump goes on Hannity and gives the infamous, you know, uh, he, he, this is so great. This is so absolutely great. But he goes on Hannity, and that's when he finds out that Hope Hicks, or that's when we find out that Hope Hope Hicks has COVID, and they break the news live on air to Trump, and Trump apparently kind of already knows that she's got the diagnosis, or or that is starting to show symptoms, but. 
here's here's what's so great about this um here's what's so great about the Hannity appearance so wait back wait, I wanna f- tell me when the Hannity appearance is so we're still on the timeline this is line. Thursday night this is Thursday night prior to okay. him t- t- tweeting out that him and Flotus have <clears throat> tested positive okay so this is Thursday night probably around 11 9 10 11 p.m. or so because he because ha- he tweeted about it and said we're gonna get tested me and Flotus are getting tested we should know in a day or two is what he said remember that and yes. I was like, I, I, how are they not getting rapid testing? <laughs> Where they just well, know immediately. <laughs> Can I read this real quick? Please. Yes, please. Did y'all hear this? Did you just hear him wonder aloud on Friday? Am I going out like Stan? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Stan, Yo, Shara. I that gave me that, yeah. so much pleasure to know that he was like afraid, probably truly afraid for the first time in his fucking life, yo. <laughs> For the first it's time, it's not till hospice. First time. It ain't till hospice that they ever feel it. So, um, so Thursday night, I, I just need, I gotta read this quote because it's one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever read. But Trump is on Hannity, and they're talking about Hope Hicks having Hope Hicks having COVID, and Trump speculates that maybe I got it too. I don't know. I'm gonna have to get tested. <laughs> and this is what he says. He says, um, he went on to suggest that he may have been infected by someone from the U.S. military or, or a police officer. This is what he said. You know, it's very hard when you're with soldiers, when you're with airmen, when you're with Marines. And I'm, I'm with the police officers. I'm with them so much. And when they come over to you, it's very hard to say, stay back, stay back. You know, it's a tough kind of situation. It's a terrible thing. It's very, very hard when you're with people from the military or law enforcement because they come over to you and they want to hug you and they want to kiss you because we really have to a good done a good job for them. And you get close and things happen. Yo, so hold on. So hold on. Let's, let's, okay, let's that's so much that here. Let's not that a minute. You just, you just yeah. start kissing. You don't even want to. Just start hugging and kissing. Yo, so. Start feeling their ass. So, so he. He's blaming the, the cops. beautiful boys in uniform. Exactly, Tony. Hold He's blaming the cops, but he knows that he can't like blame them too much, right? Because like his base will get upset, and it's just something that like he would yeah. never do. But at the same time, though, there's that shade where like, yeah, I probably got it from these motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I just, yeah, no, I just love. I love it that like he's like they're coming up to me. It, it, it's uncontrollable. I mean, they they gotta kiss me. They gotta hug me. There's nothing I can do. About it's contagious, it. folks. <laughs> Once they get close to me, the, there's no telling what'll happen. Oh my fucking god. Um. So, so yeah. So he gets off of Hannity, and apparently, um, that's when I started seeing news reports that him and Flotus have to go into quarantine, and that's when I went to bed like a fucking idiot. And so, fast forward to 12.54 a.m. Um, on October the 2nd, 2020. Donald Trump tweets out, Tonight, Flotus and I tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately. We will get through this, all caps, together. No, motherfucker. We not getting this, through this shit together. You go get through this shit. Hopefully not. The fuck, man. What's <laughs> this together shit? Um... So, so then, so then cue the next 24 hours, which are incredibly insane, equal parts celebratory and, and thrilling and, and, uh, happy and also frustrating and annoying because 
then the chorus of, as you were saying earlier, then the chorus of liberals who have spent the last four years telling that he, telling us that he is so exceptionally bad, we must stop at nothing to get him out of office. Then they come out and start saying, yeah. uh, "Listen, we can't wish ill on him. <laughs> well, He's still our president." <clears throat> Well, honestly, that didn't start coming until sunrise. We had a full night of fuckery on the website, unabridged. No <laughs> one not. was in our oh, ass. We said whatever the fuck we wanted. We switched from sativa to indica and had a fucking time. Or the other way around. From indica back to sativa and had us a good ass time until about sunrise. That's when they all got up and started acting fucking crazy. It was the best right. 24 hours of content that I've ever seen on this website, man. Absolutely. <laughs> it was beautiful. There's no question about it. Um, just some highlights. I, I just want to point out some highlights. So some of my favorite ones, um, one of my favorites was from Ava DuVernay who made the film 13th and made a film about the Central Park Five, who Trump took a fucking full page out of the New York Times to call for their immediate execution. She gets on the fucking website and says, you know, we've got, you know, I don't want to wish ill on somebody, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Rachel Maddow, um, someone who spent, you know, made... The last four years of their career talking about Russia. Now Existential this threat. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah. She was literally talking to Hillary Clinton about Russia the moments before the fucking debate. Yo, it's, it's like my whole thing is like, bruh, I don't moments. expect like Ava DuVernay or Rachel Maddow or even Obama, right, to be as crass as I am. But you don't have to say anything like you could just not no. fucking say anything at all. Well, no, you're you're exactly right, Aaron. And the thing that tipped me over the edge on this, the thing that really got under my skin was Bernie's response. Oh now, no! Wait, wait, wait! I didn't see his response. No, Terrence, don't do this to me, man. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> Bernie's all we got left in this world. He is. Not, Bernie sold my phone number to Biden. He can eat shit. All right. What, what, what did he? What did he say, man? Jesus Christ, yo. Um, well, the reason why Bernie's got under my skin so bad, Bernie said, Jane and I wish the president and first lady a full and speedy recovery. The COVID-19 virus is real. It is dangerous and it can infect any, anybody as a nation. We must do all we can to fight this virus and protect the American people. Now, normally I wouldn't give a fuck what Bernie has to say. I know he's got to play the game and got to play the, play the respectability politics and all this. But the reason it's stuck under my skin so bad is because... The entire reason he dropped out, the whole reason we had to line up behind Biden, was because Bernie pledged himself at the very beginning to the singular task of defeating Trump <laughs> because he was exceptionally evil and had to go. And that, mean, that meant we had to forego all of the social programs like Medicare for All, Green New Deal. Those things might jeopardize getting the bad guy out of the office, out of the White House. And so those things we had to put on the back burner and get behind Biden. And it's just like, don't just, like, I don't know. It's, to me, it's just a classic example of, like, this is where... Adhering to the Democratic the Democratic Party's line will get you. Exactly. You're going to have to play this game of. Uh, and, of man, and I saw this Aaron posted this morning, and now Bernie's out while Trump's in the hospital. Bernie's out shaking the bushes for Biden. <laughs> yeah, he's basically the only yeah. one campaigning yeah. anymore. Where the fuck is Biden? He, yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, he, yeah, where's Biden? I'm risking his fucking 
health and yo i i like know that he's a u.s senator but like i know that back in his day he was a lot more radical right and there's still like as a leftist like i have this tinge of hope that like him and jane are sitting like in their fucking log cabin in vermont or some shit and just like looking at each other and chuckling and smiling but this just like you know what i mean like he's like yo i'm not gonna tweet about her to say it but like you know inshallah but like no dude like you, if the pro if the primary goal is getting him out of office and this motherfucker has a deadly disease that may take his life then yeah. like yo it makes our job a lot easier right Let's get him out of office, the world, global office. Shuffled off his fucking mortal no. coil, man. Let's go, man. <laughs> it's very frustrating because, like I said, we were told for four years, we had this ram down our throats that he's so exceptionally and existentially dangerous that everything must be put on hold until we can get him out. And then all of those same people immediately just pivot and start wishing him well. And the crazy thing is, like, we can all see this. We all see how artificial and fraudulent this is, but there's nothing we can no. really do about it. Man, I'll tell you this. This, uh, this is the truth. And particularly if you, if you live where, where in places like where we all live, it's like that whole uh, idea of, like, wishing the bad guy well, you know, is like the highest like form of morality you can achieve. That's why we got, like, I go over here and sit under a fucking tree called the Jefferson Davis <laughs> fucking Memorial Oak Tree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the kind of shit this attitude, like, gets us, like, 40 years down the road. You will have, like, Donald Trump Memorial Children's Hospital <laughs> in, like, Queens or some shit after this. It's like, these people did nothing but rot, pain, and destruction in their lives. Well, that's you know what, what happens I mean? when you don't believe in anything, right? When, when your politics yep. comes down to moralization or moralism, and you don't actually like have like any coherent like values right where in some like twist of cosmic justice you could say well i'm not wishing death upon him but in this scenario where we all knew it would happen sooner or later like why not just let shit take its course man like like what are you exactly. trying to will into existence right now bro <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly this isn't even like an assassination no, no. attempt or anything this isn't even yeah it's just like <laughs> the assassination of donald trump by the coward COVID Combat COVID, man. <laughs> by himself that's essentially suicide did y'all see also the fucking uh some republican tweeted isn't it strange that uh republicans are all getting uh covid right now but the dems don't seem to be getting it like it's some kind of conspiracy, conspiracy. that we, like we've caused after after they after they literally told people not to wear a mask yeah <laughs> told trust people me, to drink bleach trust me yeah, me, so it was a hoax. If I could have my way, I would love for all the Democrats to <laughs> yeah, also get yeah, it. I'm an equal opportunity. <laughs> hey, hey listen, we ain't heard, we ain't seen Biden's results, man. You know, motherfucker got blasted by Parker the other night <laughs> while he was getting his ass raped. I don't know, man. It it just really is like this thing where liberals are going to be the death of us all, man, because they they just don't have any values besides like being nice right and having decorum right where you know damn well that if biden got covid trump would have read with that shit dude he would have read with it. oh yeah they were doing this in, in real time <laughs> like you have obama out there 
tweeting like basically the same thing like let you know when they go low we go high like we gotta be <laughs> kind to our fellow whatever across the aisle and then literally you have trump fundraising uh emails basically you know what i mean like basically uh, throwing them under the bus it's like they don't give a shit it's because they actually fundamentally believe in vanquishing their enemies no when they go low Liberals we kick them in the don't. fucking chest man you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Did y'all see that Lindsey Graham's opponent showed up today or yesterday to uh y'all didn't see this? No. Showed up to a debate with his own huge piece oh, of plexiglass. plexiglass. Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of that debate last night. It, it was irritating. Set I'm not up his lie. own plexiglass. Like it was yeah. Jamie Harrison. Yeah, Jamie Harrison. He's still a ghoul, but you know, whatever, man. <laughs> It's just between the next month is going to feel like a century of just bananas shit. I, know. I just can't even fathom what the next month is going to be like. I can't even fathom like the next week, man. <laughs> now it's it's really um, it's really mind bending to try to get a read on what will come of this, right? Um, so you know, just to go back to the timeline for a second, you know. Friday was, you know, you had the chorus of all the liberals once again who told us that we must, you know, we can't have social programs because Trump must be defeated and nothing can jeopardize that. And so the left needs to shut the fuck up or whatever. And then all of them basically rehabilitate Trump in less than 12 hours. Um, and then by the end of that day, Trump is in Walter Reed Hospital, right? <laughs> um, and, and that's, and that's when you get the... Laugh. And that's when you get the quote that Tom read off, where he's like, "Am I going out like Stan? Am I going to go out like Stan?" <laughs> he is the most unintentionally hilarious motherfucker of all he time. He really is. It just his existence is just so. He, he is walking comedy. Oh my god, dude! And then the tweets that are coming out from here, where people are like, "Yo, that's not him tweeting. That's like an aide or something yeah. like that." You know, where it's just like, like I think Chris Hayes also said, like, "This is like, um, this has a Soviet type feel yeah. to it." Is what he said last <laughs> night. Like I was like, "Motherfucker, I wish," but like I get, I get what he's saying, right? It's like. Yo, this motherfucker is still, like, not letting, like, they're still not letting people know, like, what the fuck is actually happening, right? Because there has to be some kind of chain of command, yeah. like, if he gets, like, like worse or he, like, dies, right? But still, like, this motherfucker's, like, too proud. And then I guarantee you, if he lives through this shit, he's going to be like, well, you see, it wasn't that bad. I lived through it. I didn't wear a mask, and I made it. I mean, you know? a couple Just... weeks ago, he said, it's affected almost nobody. This has impacted almost nobody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, Yo, this motherfucker's going to be insufferable yeah. so bad. Covered. If he, if he comes we... out the other end of this unscathed. Not, not just him, his entire base, because yeah. they will have reified the idea in their yep. mind that he is the God Emperor. Uh, He's yep. invincible. Nothing yep. can bring him down. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Man. Man, I mean, it's just, it's just also just like Biden pulling negative ads. You know? Oh my god! Like yeah. I'm like, well, that, well, that shows oh you like god, who yeah. they're really trying to appeal to, right? Because if, if we've been told by you know liberal media that he's an existential threat for the past four years, and literally like a third of the country like wants this motherfucker to croak, 
like who like by pulling negative ads like who does that affect you think you're gonna upset your liberal base by going negative on him like no dude they're still trying to appeal to this mythical moderate conservative yeah, yeah, who absolutely. they don't want to upset too much it's so revealing they're trying they're i mean they're literally trying to out trump him like that's that's been the democratic that's been all the dim strategy for the last four years that's amy's strategy she's trying to out trump, trump mcconnell it's fucking and she's insanity. like what 16 fucking points down <laughs> jesus christ man. Oh, man. what a fucking waste you yeah, this might actually be a good segue into that story. I mean, we don't have to spend too too long on it, but there was a crazy story that came out just two days ago, kind of got buried in the middle of everything, that Amy McGrath is running pro-Trump ads in media markets in states where that are swing states. So yeah. she's running pro-Trump Trump ads in Cincinnati media markets. <laughs> Literally explain what this to me. Explain fuck? this to me. They can't even vote for her. Also, yeah, listen, listen. If there's one thing I know, nobody in Northern Kentucky is voting for Amy McGrath. That's no. the most Republican fucking. Like, the only reason those motherfuckers voted out uh, Matt Bevan was because of the fucking uh, bridge tax. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's the that was their single issue. That was their that was their thing for like holding their nose and voting for Andy Bashir in that governor's race. So like, Mitch McConnell's gonna have to do something like. I don't know, like fuck a pig, like or some shit like that. <laughs> so, like, horribly deviant, or like come out like I don't know, doing something with the estate tax that they don't like, or something. whatever these motherfuckers care about. I don't know, you know. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. So the ad features a supporter praising President Donald Trump and attacking her opponent, Republican Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Um, it's running. It isn't running only in deep red Kentucky. It's also appearing in Cincinnati, meaning a Democratic candidate is paying for a television spot praising Trump in a state where former Vice President Joe Biden's campaign is spending millions of dollars to win in November. <laughs> Fucking cocked beyond belief, yo. Cocked beyond is, belief. This is beyond. Just when you think the the cucking can't get any fucked more fucked up, they cuck us more. They're just like just like slobbering on that knob, yo. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? Complete and utter fucking insanity. I, I, like my whole thing is just like, yo, this is what, and I've heard you guys talk about this a lot on your show, right? Um, it's just like they don't want to win, right? No, like it's no, easier no. for them to like not fight for anything than stand for something at all. Because the 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 thing with the Democratic Party is that their base comprises like you know what people will call the professional managerial class and also like working class people, especially working class people of color, and for them to govern would actually mean to like galvanize and organize these people and they fucking hate people they do yeah like, they hate us they, they, hate they literally hate everybody i don't what evidence is there that they want to win there is none what evidence well, do we have i think tom's example of reconstruction is actually pretty useful because it goes to show you that they cannot commit themselves to anything that goes against the country's sort of uh, norms and institutions. So, for example, if they were to actually come out against Trump, then they would have to simultaneously disavow the entire idea of America. And um, like, that's how wedded they are to the project of decorum. Because in their minds, decorum is synonymous with America. Yeah. Um, and they, they, just, they fundamentally don't realize that McConnell and the rest of that crew 
they 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 abandoned that idea a long long time ago. Yeah. I mean, for them, the idea of America is synonymous with corporate profit and the upward of redistribution of of capital and dominionism, yo. Like you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. That shit is scary as fuck, <laughs> bro. Like I don't know if like I like I don't know if this is too much of a tangent, but I was watching the boys last night, man. So spoiler alert if you didn't see the latest episode. And at the end of the episode, pretty much like this whole season, the boys who are fighting against like all these like crazed like superheroes and shit like that. And uh, this season, they actually try to go through like the traditional channels of power, right? They try to like have congressional hearings on this vault company, which has been manufacturing these superheroes. And shit and the episode last night man spoiler if anyone who hasn't seen it it pretty much ends with a congressional hearing that's uh that's uh headed by like an aoc type like figure and the superheroes are there and there's a hearing on like vaught apparently like manufacturing all these superheroes and suddenly before the hearing even starts everybody's heads start fucking exploding right like everyone's like heads it's like it's like on some fucking like what's that movie um Scanners. Yes, yes, right? Scanners, yeah and, yeah. and my producer and I, my comrade and I were talking about it, and it was like, yo, this show is perfectly showing you why when you're going up against barbarism, like, none of these traditional, like, like paths to, like, you know, like, resolving things, like, none of this shit fucking works because you are fighting monsters, right? Like, well, literally, yeah. Yeah, the, the only thing that works is, you know, people power. Exactly. The only thing that works is mass politics, and for them to embrace mass politics, they would have to abandon decorum. Exactly. So they have to choose between one of the two. The center cannot hold, right? Yeah. Yeah. Travel with me, if you will, back to 2016. (laughs) After the election, you could not convince me that Nancy and Chuck and these ghouls turned that somehow and were like, we are going to make more money than we have ever dreamed of yep. in our entire lives. Oh, yo, I, that's for a fact. We just, we just won the fucking lottery. Yo, that's what they said. I know that for a fact because I used to work for the, um, you know, I used to work for the Democratic Party of Georgia as a fundraiser, and like we would make so much, like it was record breaking how much money we'd make just based off the animosity towards mm-hmm. Trump. Right. Like people would see my face and just like immediately start writing me checks when they found I was from the Democratic Party. And that's the whole thing for these people. It's a fucking grift. Right. This is why they want him to stay alive. Right. Because it is like conducive to their survival, like in this like weird, like fucking like, you know, the donors and like the 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 fucking um, consulting firms and all that shit. Like they need him to survive. Right. Like as they currently do. And it's fucking sick. It's really sick. Their only their only identity is underdog. That they that they want that they want to lean into. It's like they we're the underdog. Well, we couldn't do it because the Republicans wouldn't let us, and it's like, oh my fucking god, dude. <laughs> Speaking of AB, I got my postcard in the mail. Oh, are you a super voter or a sexy <clears throat> voter? You know, I was hoping for sexy voter, but it's even better. They sent it to WAP voter. Oh god, <laughs> oh, no. they did not. They did not. Oh, wait, is, wait, is that officially from mail from the Democratic Party? <laughs> No, dude, I'm fucking with you. It says VIP oh voter, but oh it could God. easily be WAP voter. I could change it and make it and put it in a frame. Jesus fucking I was going, Christ, I, yeah. You may have literally just almost watched a cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Wet-ass like, pussy whoa, whoa. voter. Biden was sending out like fucking text messages to people. So on Twitter where he was like, oh, um, get bad and bougie with the Democratic Party. And I was like, actually, uh, that's probably an accurate representation of the Democratic Party, right? Bad is and actually, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I mean, this postcard literally says, click GoVoteKentucky.com on a postcard. It don't even tell you who to vote for. That's another thing, too, right? I keep seeing signs and, like, you know, like, of Biden supporters that say vote, and it's like they can't even tell you to vote for Biden. No, it's a, no the they did. Pretense, that was the whole pretense of, like, the NBA bubble. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm watching the finals. Everybody's got the vote shirts on and all that stuff. Kyrie Irving's over here telling the truth about everything, but but he can't get no traction because he's a flat earther too. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! But no. like it's like like yeah, I mean like listen, I get that like, like I don't want to underscore the importance of voting. Like I was, was an important victory of the civil rights movement, right? But like like as it applies today, now like how are you going to like push this vote thing? And you're not going to deal with gerrymandering. You're not going to talk about voter disenfranchisement. You're not going to talk about any of these sort of uh, citizens united, any of these sort of mechanisms in place that like keep that from being effectual. It's just like, just go vote. And like, here's the wink and the nod. Vote for the guy that says shoot him in the leg. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at what point is this declared even a coup? You know what I mean? Like, how far are we? Because th- this is how this is like early coup shit is just like the most extreme voter stealing. You know, it's like what point? At what point are we just like, well, this law obviously is rigged. I mean, even on Means TV this week, did you all see the interview with that goth princess talking? To, like, she's like a Texas, and she was talking about how what pieces of shit these voter machines are, and how they're they are they have weaker security technology than home router systems and you can like literally google every single you can google every single voter machine and find the password for it based on it's like whatever pin number on it and find its pa- its original password so if they haven't changed the password anybody me and you from a fucking chromebook can tap into them motherfuckers Jesus fucking christ dude. <laughs> I'm like at what point do we just say like the gig is fucking up bitch it's up yeah, i was listening to y'all's episode last week too man um where you talk about the last temptation of joe biden and i think terrence you said something interesting where like Yo, like, I think people on the left or even people on the right, right, assume that there's going to be some great showdown and conflict, like a civil war. But America is going to be depressingly unique, where it's just going to be like a slow, almost imperceptible slide into fascism, right? Like, it's not going to be some fucking, like, great uprising or anything like that. It's just going to be like, we're just going to be keep told to vote for four years. And then, like, in 20 years, they're going to rehabilitate Donald Trump and fucking, like, Barron in another 20 years will be fucking running for president. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it'll be like little small scale <clears throat> conflicts or, you know, stuff in the streets that enact a larger conflict, like white supremacists shooting people and stuff. But it'll be so isolated, it will never be able to be scaled up to anything, you know, the size of a war. Because we're all so fragmented in stuff, anyways, by social media. And by our inability to actually put together mass coalitions of people, that I don't, I just there, there's not even a material basis for a civil war at this point. So yeah, it's just going to become more of a, it's just going to become more of a, you know, a brutal sort of authoritarian system where within that framework we can, you know, collide with people that we don't like and, and have these sort of violent interactions with them. But it won't ever be able to be scalable up to a war. No, it'll be a lot less exciting and more boring, man. That's that's the depressing yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's. I'm glad you brought that up because some very interesting things happened on Saturday. Getting back to our timeline here, some very interesting things happened on Saturday that brought up that that brought that dynamic up to my mind. And so, on Friday night, I guess is when Trump went to Walter Reed, which, by the way, 
in my opinion, kind of uh, verifies the idea that Trump knew prior to 1 a.m. on Friday that he had COVID. Because who the fuck gets tested positive for COVID on Friday morning and then 12 hours later their conditions deteriorate so bad they have to get to a fucking hospital immediately. They're shitting their pants <laughs> and, and grabbing their aids saying, I'm not going to go out like Stan, am yeah. I? <laughs> I'm not going to go out like Stan. <laughs> I, so, so regardless, my, my man definitely probably had COVID as early as like last weekend um, <laughs> during the Amy Coney Barrett thing. But... um. Regardless, they flew him to, or I think I guess they flew him to Walter Reed, which, by the way, there's a video of him walking out to the helicopter, which there's been all kinds of speculation about that reminded me kind of like when they wheeled Epstein out of the prison and people were trying to de- determine if it was him or not. This video of Trump walking out to the helicopter is pretty strange because people are also trying to determine if it was him or not. And uh, it, it does it does look just a little off. Well, well, apparently there were reports like like Terrence, where you're saying people were speculating he had an oxygen tank or whatever. But then I read this morning that the New York Times with the was it the Post confirmed that he actually did need supplemental oxygen before going to Walter Reed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're exactly right. Um, I just feel like he, once, he was not having a good time. <laughs> and once we, once it was determined he was not asymptomatic, which they tried to tell us, we definitely right. got the news. Oh, rest assured, Flotus and Potus are asymptomatic. They're doing great. La la la. Once that was obviously not the case, it's like this fucker has to die. He is the sickest. He, how old is he? Yo, 74, he is like 74, 75, 74. His blood is full of McDonald's ketchup. That's what's in his veins. <laughs> There's no way this man can survive it. And like hyper, you're also like uh, more likely to have hypertension, like as an older person, all these pre-existing conditions, which like, yeah, you know, he's not a healthy man. <laughs> and my friend's mama yeah. was in, she was in the hospital for like seven weeks before she died. Like it, it's not a quick, it's not necessarily a quick and painless thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's amazing well, how like how dishonest these guys are about their like just health conditions that affect everybody. Like, Chris Christie's like, oh, it's just because of my asthma we're going to take these precautions. And it's oh like, motherfucker, God. asthma ain't your only thing today. Two plus two is still four. We can see, you know what I mean? Like, bro, bro, I've said this as a big boy myself, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. My ass has to take 10 milligrams of propranolol in the morning to keep that shit right. I know your ass is, is hopped up on some shit. <laughs> The Chris Christie thing, just as a short side tangent, is very fascinating because, like, you know, obviously President Trump fucking loathes Chris Christie. Um, But, like, Christie got COVID now from him. Very I mean, like, clearly he got COVID from Trump. Um, And somebody pointed out, like, you know, he's the most cucked man alive. But, like, just as further evidence of that, like, Jeffrey Goldberg a few years ago wrote a profile of Chris Christie for The Atlantic. And I read this thing just totally fascinated because Chris Christie is apparently obsessed with Bruce Springsteen. Like, fucking loves him. Goes to all of his concerts. Yeah. And, like... And, and I put it just out on Twitter, but, like, the boss has, like, owned, Sprint, like, Chris Christie multiple times in public. And even at the concerts that Chris Christie is at, the boss will be talking shit about him. <laughs> and Chris Christie will just be sitting there like a fucking taking slobbering it. idiot just taking it. It's just like, 
Oh, man. But, yeah, it's like he said, like, didn't Springsteen send him like a cease and desist for using one of his songs at a campaign rally or something? Yeah, like, yeah. just petty shit this all is the what time. happens when you have no, like, not even no respect for yourself, man. When you're willing to give up even your life, right? Just so you can get ahead yeah. just a little bit, man. <laughs> no respect. No self respect. Um,. But so, yeah, so to go back to this, though, what we were talking about a minute ago, these sort of like conflicts within this larger um, sort of like societal political conflict going on in the country, um, you could tell uh, that this kind of got underneath the Trumper's skin a little bit. And so I don't know um, if you saw this at all in Atlanta, um, Aaron, or if you saw this in Lexington, Tom, or if you saw this here, Tanya. But I was in Columbus, Ohio over the weekend. And uh, yesterday on Saturday, um, all these Trump people organized this massive, like, um, I don't know what to call it, almost like a vigil. (laughs) Yes, it was their attempt at a vigil. It was a get well soon rally. But what it was, was it was like hundreds of like F-150s on like the highway, (laughs) like just blaring God bless America with like Trump flags hanging out of the back of their car. And I saw pictures and videos of this all over the U.S. It was happening everywhere. What the Um, fuck? And... And it was pretty funny like we were driving at one point i was in ohio in this like rural ass uh you know town and there was like these trump people on the side of the highway with trump flags and i leaned out the window and i was like trump's gonna die coronavirus <laughs> and you could tell like just the look on their faces like you could tell like it really they really are terrified they really are scared that they're god did you feel so alive oh it felt so good <laughs> Petty reparations, man. I feel yeah. you, dude. I feel you, dog. I feel you, yo. <laughs> Which, but at the same time, like, you know, you have to caution yourself because, you know, it's easy to get carried away with it, but at the, because, like, you have to caution yourself and say, like, well, we do also live in a world where nothing gets better. So yeah. it's possible that um, he may get out of this. But at the same time, like you were saying, Tanya, people can hang on for weeks, two months, and then die. And so what does this mean for his election? You know, obviously he can't get out there and campaign and debate. What's going to happen? Hey, that's a, yeah, that's the other thing, too. Listen, if we got, like, Penn State football players getting this, like, COVID-related myocarditis that's, like, fucking their careers up, they can't play anymore. I mean, in the that's long game. Saying, like like nobody really comes out of it completely unscathed yeah, it seems like right. or very no. few people you know you have long-term health um health effects yeah, yeah. Heard, yeah did yeah, i tell yeah, you yeah. a girl my, my a friend of a friend in west virginia she's my age she went to the doctor like a month after recovering from covid and he it was a new doctor he come out he come in the room he said when are you gonna quit smoking she said i don't smoke he's and he told her that her lungs look like she's been smoking for 20 years Holy jesus shit. fucking and Christ, she's just a healthy dude. fucking mid-30s bitch like my, like you can't your lungs don't recover from tobacco use if that's what her lungs look like like that's just it oh my god dude um <sighs> i apparently they had done lung scans on trump and had noticed um some sort of significant uh impacts on his lungs um but, you know, it's it's really weird because at the same time, the Trump people are trying to make this go away because and here's why I don't think I mean, here's why I think this is obviously real. And we're recording this on Sunday. I feel like on Friday there was a lot more speculation as to whether he was faking this or not. But it seems pretty apparent now on Sunday that he's not faking it. It's very real. What? 
but they're they're trying to make it go away and they're saying like oh he might be out of the hospital as early as monday um yeah, because I, I do i do think this is a liability for him um and you know i don't know how it's going to shake out but you know if i could just kind of put a fine point on this just to sort of pull everything back in uh full circle i just keep coming back to the video footage of that event last Saturday, the Amy Coney Barrett event, where people are hugging each other, they're talking in close proximity to each other. And I was watching that footage, and all I kept thinking about was that in these people's minds, they really did think that they were immune from it. Mm. They really did think that because of where they are at on the socioeconomic spectrum, that COVID was not something that could happen to them. That was something for the masses. That was something that affected regular people. But for them, they'd be fine. No masks, no distancing. And it just, I don't know, it's just... Uh, it's pure hubris, man. It's, yeah. it's pure hubris. It, it also just shows you, like, what, like, I think Ivanka Trump, and somebody had a tweet like this where Ivanka said something like, oh, like, uh, you know, father's so strong, he's such a fighter. So that's like, so what are you saying about the 200,000 people plus people that died from it, yeah. that they're weak? Yeah. That they're weak, that they're not that predis- all- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just like they're and not. also didn't have access to the kind of, I don't to the best Exactly, Ex- but literally the best. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like motherfucker getting pumped full of adrenochrome or some shit like that, man. Yes, like, sir. you know what I mean? Like, like, dude, it just really just highlights again, like this two tiered healthcare system where he's getting experimental treatment with drugs that cost like $750 a pop versus like people who just perish simply because like they've never been to a doctor before. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're out here rationing remdesivir, whatever that antiviral is that's like treating it now. This motherfuckers just get multiple doses, <laughs> one right after the other. You know well, what I'm saying? And that's why it's so goddamn rich to hear just these people just try to play the respectability thing, like, you know, um, you know, you can't wish ill on somebody like, you know what I mean? Like, despite everything, this is still America, and he's our president. It's just like. Fuck, fuck you. God. Most of us don't have health care. We have no hope for a future. No hope to start families or have a stable future in any ways. Just like, go get fucked. I'm going to say whatever I want to well, say. Where's your empathy yeah. for us, right? Like, where, yeah. where's your empathy for us? Like, you can tell us, like, I saw this one journalist or something. I called her out for it where she said something like, it's horrifying to me that people are, like, wishing death on elected officials and then i went through like her timeline and in 2016 she was telling us how like medicare for all would never be a possibility right and i was like that's heinous for you to say that but we shouldn't like we should have sympathy for a man who like like allowed this to have to get as bad as it has right now yeah Yeah. jesus fucking christ man i'm gonna tell y'all something i hope all these motherfuckers die God damn that be the day Mitch McConnell dies, man. I'm popping champagne. We have just, a, we're having a party. I, I wish a million fates worse than death on them. Whatever's worse, whatever is the worst possible fate, that's what they deserve. I, I though, before we wrap up, have questions about like we were talking about earlier, the um, chain of command and shit. So, I mean, a lot of people have already voted. Mm, that's right. that's one thing. Um, how does this impact the election as in like okay let's say well let's say uh best case scenario he dies and people and and best case scenario he dies. <laughs> and we hit election day okay if he wins if a if a corpse is elected a dead corpse is elected president of the united states 
what happens? Does Pence become president? Well, yeah, like Pence would, and that's that, it's actually interesting you bring this up because like. If my sister was saying, like, what if he dies before the election, right? Because, like, technically, like, even if Pence was to assume the presidency, he'd be next in line. Like, he's not running, right? Yeah, and and they can't change all the ballots. Yeah, man. Right. So it would be like, you know, Mike Pence or then, if he doesn't have it, Nancy Pelosi. And then you get Chuck Grassley who's sending tweets out, like, fucking dead deers and shit, yo. <laughs> he is literally <laughs> gone. Well, this is another thing that's just so... Um, just to sort of like reinforce the idea that like we really do live in a gerontocracy. All of these people are so decrepit. Truly. They're so <laughs> on so, their way out. I mean, what does it mean? Okay, so that's best case death. Okay, next best or like whatever. Another, there's so many possibilities. Okay, here's the possibility that he's just laying in terrible condition in the hospital a month from now. He could totally just still be really sick a month from now. Or two yeah. years from yeah. now if hell, if his, you know, if, if, if his lungs are still fucked up and like a year or two from now if he's one and he dies in office right you know what right. i mean it's just like what like i don't i don't fucking know man like but what he, what contingency plan is there yo for us to get the fuck the hell out of this man right okay but here okay think about this scenario though there's so many we could go through but okay let's imagine he's sick for two months in the hospital before he recovers or dies or whatever and he loses okay so biden becomes president when do they kick him out of that hospital when does he get kicked out of the presidential suite of that hospital? Yeah, yeah, where they're just like, all right, <laughs> I, when, when, when Biden tests positive, they have to wheel they his ass out. They're just like, they're just bad mates. And listen, the liberals will love that shit. Could you imagine? The liberals will love the like the bunny comedy, Biden and Trump and Walter Reed together. Yeah, dude, it'll be like that. It'll be like that movie where Jack Nicholson and. Um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, the Bucket List. Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan yeah. Freeman. The Bucket List. The Bucket List. It'll be the Fuck It List, though. They're going to make a Hallmark movie out yeah. of each other in like 15 years when they become best friends yeah. and see through their differences, bro. Like, the, fuck out of here. The dude. Fuck It List with Joe Biden and Donald Trump they and Walter Reed. Do Donald Trump just closes his eyes, puts his hands over on Joe's and says, it's happening, Joe. It's happening. We're just going close out your like eyes Stan. and let it happen. We're going out like Stan, Joe. We're going out like Stan. <laughs> Joe, oh, Joe, we're going out like Stan. I'm telling you, have you all considered all the possibilities of the next phase of our lives? I don't know if you have. Well, that's why, like, y'all always say, man, like, we are undergoing, a, like, a, the e-crisis, right? Like, who the fuck knows, dude? Like, who knows anymore, man? My smart money, smart money is on Kamala Harris. You know, don't say that. No one voted for who a person who no one voted for will be president. It's the time, y'all. I'm going to get my tarot cards. We're pulling a card. It's time. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Oh shit. Jesus fucking Christ. I, that, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like it's very possible that this hurts. But this hurts Trump enough to lose. Biden wins, then dies, <laughs> then Kamala Harris. Then Kamala Harris Yo, you know, she's... No, no, go ahead, Tom. No, no, I'm just saying, like, yo, I wonder if she's, like, like twiddling her thumbs now. We're just, like, you know what I mean? Like, doing some super villain shit. Yeah, when she's game. like, yo, I hope this motherfucker dies, man. I hope he fucking dies, dude. <laughs> Wait, who are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, hell yeah. She's waiting for this shit. Yeah. She's waiting the wings, man. Kamala. All right. 
If we can pull the death card, what a joyous day. Oh, my day fucking God. Well, you told me last time I pulled the death card, it didn't mean death. Well, <laughs> in this case, it would, though. How? It, okay, the oh, death whoa. card. Oh, 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 listen. Listen, the death card is not a bad card. It's usually, I mean, it often means you have to let go of something and, and a rebirth of something. In this case, it would have to mean his literal death. It would have to. Well, we have to will it into existence, y'all. So after this, like, we have to, like, we have to pray to whatever God it is that you believe in. The ultimate abstract, as I say. You're right. The shitty thing is, is this will be, this entire episode will be irrelevant within 12 hours. Something even crazier is going to happen. <laughs> Joe Biden's dick falls off, and here we are. This is like all for naught. Okay, well, we got the two of wands, <clears throat> which is about balance and fucking, I don't know. Let me look it up. It's oh, about like. Oh. Compromise. So, compromise. that. Yeah, it's a, some compromise. This is a liberal card. Fuck it That up. means we are getting the fuck it list with Biden and Trump and Walter Reed. Uh, That's what it means. Uncertainty. No, it mean, this, this means they're going to share. Yeah, they're going to share the presidential suite of Walter Reed. <laughs> <laughs> dude that's so goddamn funny that is so i you know i i so obviously you know just to kind of um start wrapping things up here things are moving so fast um that our job as podcasters is even being rendered irrelevant almost in front of our eyes um as the first responders of of history and reality we are even struggling to keep up um but uh you know i think you can still pull out a few th- sort of takeaways from all this in my opinion the most important one is that once a society realizes on a sort of mass scale that the lives of their leaders are fragile and vulnerable and even more than that that a large portion of that society actively wishes for the death of that person and has broken through that fourth wall barrier that cares about respectability and shit and actually just says Fucking, I don't care if he lives or fucking dies. <laughs> That's a very important development, I yes, think. Yes, I, I, I tweeted out the other day, man, like, yo, they are terrified that we're cheering on the demise of this man and even liberals yeah. because that means that we have a taste for blood. And, yeah. like, they, they will not be spared, yo. So, comrades, They're- keep doing it, yo. You're exactly right, man. They're trying to quell even the slightest hint of revolution. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially well, so, as more of us die, that's only going to grow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is only going up. We're, we're only getting thirstier. Hell yeah, we are. That's right. No, it's, it's very true. Um, and especially when more of us die without any of the amenities or privileges or things afforded to these fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. It just sort of lays bare everything else that's sort of been brought to light. I gotta say, I gotta say though, man, that that fucking Walter Reed does not look good. That looks like the goddamn lobby of average funeral home in Whitesburg, Kentucky. <laughs> that's a good, that's but, a good omen, man. Yeah, I love, I love the pictures of him signing just blank pieces of paper oh, with a sharpie. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Wait. like put my ass in a goddamn IKEA. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, put me in the bathroom of a Wendy's, bro. I'd rather that shit. Yo, hey, hey, for real, for real. One of them new Wendy's. Tom, you made a you had a really funny point last night in the DM. We were talking about how um, all these world leaders had wished Trump condolences. Um, and what I mean, what were you saying, like? Oh, oh, uh, 
Yeah, Trump in that video in his latest "I'm Not Dead" video, that little four minute dressing game. He said, "He said, and I don't know if it's just a brain addled moment or whatever." He said, "All the world leaders they reached out with their condolences." And I thought to myself, condolences. "I know condolences doesn't explicitly mean death, but what other fucking context have you heard somebody offering condolences in?" Sorry, you're dying, like dude. That sucks. It usually expresses finality. Don't yeah, condolences yeah. does right? No hopes for improvement. And, like, I could see, like, President Xi or something just, like, trolling him with, like, condolences. Bye-bye. 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 Well, as Trump said, it is what it is, man. It is what <laughs> it is. Going out, like, stand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, if nothing else, this, this will be fun to watch the chuds um, be scared. It's fun to watch, you know, especially real, especially driving through like the Ohio countryside and seeing all these fucking farms and houses with like massive Trump signs and all this. Just, just like your man's vulnerable. He's fucking. He he's not as invincible as you thought he was. He is not a god and, king. Uh, he's not a, unless unless as we were saying at the beginning of this, he does pull through. I guess it will verify that, which is kind of scary to think. Yeah, about. that's the that's the scenario. I can't. I can't even. I can't even accept that as a possibility. I, I, like I am pushing it out of my mind, yo. I, I can't, yeah, dude. I, I want to say just one last thing, man. Like back to the Democratic Party. Like if they lose, if he recovers and they lose, <laughs> they, like, like, it will be so pathetic. You're so right, yo. It will oh, be. God. It will. It's again like y'all were saying, man. Like they're not gonna die as a party. They're just like an LLC or something or a brand. So they'll just yeah. like you know rebrand themselves. Yeah. But it will be for me equal parts like satisfying and also just like completely like you shouldn't exist as a party anymore. You know, you yeah. just don't deserve you to try something else instead. That, of politics. They're running <laughs> pro-Trump ads in swing they, states. They literally have a three-one lead, and they would blow it by losing to the guy on his deathbed. Yeah, and he dies like an inauguration or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get pets. Let's go, part two, son. I'm ready for it. Is he up three to one in the polls right now? No, I'm saying the Democrats are up three to one. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Really? Biden has like an eight-point Biden... lead nationally or some shit like that, man. Yeah, but no, Biden has a. Double point lead nationally in two polls. Wow. Yeah, a double point lead. Yo, watch them fuck it up, bro. That's what they're good for, though. <laughs> yeah, they would fuck it up. They are the ones to fuck it up. Well, we I are mean, exactly 30 days out now. I mean, oh, think exactly about 30. 2016, the, the election night. Didn't we go into, literally go into election day? Hillary was double points ahead of him on election day in 2016. Oh, who was it? Was it Nate Silver had her at 90% yeah. chance of victory? 90% chance of victory. 90 <laughs> 90% and it was like a it was like a diagram and all like like right like after the polls started closing it just kept ticking ticking down like less likelihood less likelihood and at like Could 10 imagine, p.m. finally you imagine, it was down you imagine all those people at the fucking Javits Center in New York with the glass ceiling just waiting for oh that shit to fucking break <laughs> oh Well, you know, I don't, so, you know, don't have a crystal ball, but that's the most fascinating part about living in this moment is that everything, you're reminded of contingency. You forget that things happen outside of human control. Like, there is, that there is 
of an, an environment. There are like organic lot. There's organic life on the planet that operates on its own sort of logic, and that that can impact human affairs. You well, forget if, about if, this. If what is supposed to happen happens every time, you wouldn't even have gambling like Vegas. <laughs> you know like, exactly. Wha- exactly. Wacky shit happens, and it happens more regularly than we think it, it does. Yep. Right. We don't, yep. we don't make history, just man. We just you. live in it. You know. <laughs> it's it's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was, I tweeted about the president of Brazil and how he's recovered from COVID, however many times, and <laughs> so- sixteen. <ladies laughs> Uh, 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 this motherfucker looks positively thrilled to be in the hospital. Every time you see him, man, that motherfucker's got like a fucking wow. jello cup and a big smile on his face like this. And someone from Brazil was in my mentions and said um, that every time he goes in the hospital, they have a saying, and it translates roughly to God eliminate you. Oh, <laughs> it's this like sweet little nah, hey, my mind. My mom said something the other day, man, and she was like, it's a Jamaican adage. I'm not even going to try to do the patois, but she said, um, man, pl- man is planning. And um, what she said, she said, man, a plan and God to wipe out. That's what it is. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you can, you can all, all of our elaborately laid plans. You can, you know, you can make all of your algorithms and predictions about the future and plans for whatever. But. There's always contingency. There's always the X factor, the wild card. Oh, yeah. you, never you never know, know yo. Oh, inshallah. You really don't. Uh, well, that's probably a pretty good um, spot to go out on. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks again, Aaron. Uh, returning champ, returning guest on the show. The fourth trailbilly. Hey. Yeah, at this point, you're the fourth hey, trailbilly. Hey, yo. Yo, I love y'all, man. I'm always happy to talk to you guys. And it's always like, you know. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna, Aaron. I was gonna say you got to pick a T name to use, but what's in your? What do you got? In your <laughs> Thorpe, right? yeah. Thorpe. Just Thorpe, yeah, yo. Like I'm yeah. Thorpe. I'm, I'm the fourth T. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but thanks for joining us. Um, go follow Aaron on on the Twitter um, at Posadas Trap God. Um, anything you want to plug, my friend? Yeah, man. Uh, October 19th, I finally got a launch date. I'll be dropping uh, my solo podcast, The Time of Monsters, which pretty much chronicles our descent into barbarism and the radical left struggle against it. So if you're a little bit uh, black-pilled or nihilistic or irony poison, <laughs> this will be very different from my Twitter feed and hopefully we'll, we'll actually fucking educate people and give them some hope for the future. Good. Man. I'm, yeah. I'm personally looking forward to it a lot and I think it's going to be great. Um, so definitely go check that out. And uh, tell your friends about the Patreon. Please have them subscribe. Um, In your feed today, you'll see two episodes. Um, One of them is a bonus episode we recorded prior to the debate. Uh, Things, I think someone remarked in the comments, what a week to record early. And they were right. Things things just got a little carried away. They were correct. (laughs) Things got away from us. Um, But hopefully you'll enjoy the bonus content. Um, tell people that uh, you know they get more than their five dollars worth at the Trail Billy's Patreon. A little it's time machine. That's right. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time, Aaron. Thanks again so much, and um, Hell yeah. uh, we'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye.